Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Cena Sportscast. I'm Sam Daring. He's Christian John. We are excited to have you with us. Um, every month, the Monday after Week 17, um, some analysts call it Black Monday because it's uh, new coaching changes for uh, teams that didn't make the playoffs or disappointing teams. So. Um, so far, we have Freddie Kitchens gone. We have um, we got the Browns head coaching job out. We got the Redskins out, and then we got the Giants out, <clears throat> and then we got the Panthers out. So my prediction for the Browns, um, <clears throat> I think Mike McCarthy is going to be a Browns coach. And they interviewed him last year um, before they hired Kitchens. No, they never actually interviewed him. They scheduled the interview, but they never actually interviewed okay. him because they got so excited about Freddie. Freddie Kitchens. Kitchens. Okay. Yeah. So in my eyes, um, we'll get to the Redskins with Ron Rivera, but Mike McCarthy is going to be one of the first coaches off the board to get a head coaching job. He's already interviewed with the Panthers twice. He's interviewed with the Panthers twice. Yep. So I think he's going to be the Browns. coach. I think he's the great fit. <sighs> he should have been the Browns coach this year. Yes, most I mean, let's definitely. Let's all be honest. They and the Browns coach this year, they made a mistake, and they wasted a season with an extremely talented roster. Mm-hmm. That team had the talent to win the division, and now they're what they're sitting at the tenth pick. Yeah, so I mean, they have the top ten. They only pick. won six games. I think they're six and ten. Yeah. Um, so, so you lose to the Bengals last game of the season. Yeah, it's just <laughs> such an embarrassing waste of a season and talent. I, look <clears> what happened with the Miles Garrett situation. Look what happened. Baker Mayfield said whatever he wanted in post-game press conferences. He calls out the training staff, Odell. Uh, there's the whole Jarvis Landry story. And, and I, also, come get me. I also really like Mike McCarthy because he dealt with an arrogant quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. He dealt with two of them. He dealt with Brett Favre. And now he's got Miles Garrett to deal with. Who knows if Miles Garrett even plays next year. He shouldn't. But he also has Baker Mayfield to deal with the per- like I love Baker Mayfield, but he also has to deal with Odell. that the personality of Baker Mayfield. You have Kareem Hunt on that team. You have Odell. You have Jarvis Landry. So uh, you you've got a lot of. They need a coach that can bring structure. Freddie yes. Kitchens obviously lacks structure. Mike McCarthy is a guy who showed he can bring structure to mm-hmm. an organization. Freddie Kitchens kind of. He let it all happen, and I think Mike McCarthy is going to make a stop and put a change to it. So I think, I think we're both coming to the agreement, obviously, that Mike McCarthy is the—he's going to be the Browns' head coach, or at least he should be. He should be. The Browns will Brown though, no matter what. So yeah, it's the Browns. So any, anything could happen. Um, but I want to say Dorsey and McCarthy go way back. So they do. But that's kind of what I thought would help him last year to get the job, and then mm-hmm. they went all Freddie yep. Kitchens. So. so our next one is the Redskins. As of a few hours ago, um, he with the Ron Rivera met with the Redskins this morning, and they're hoping to get a deal done. And as of Adam Schefter, a few hours ago, um, Ron Rivera is expected to have to be the new head coach of the Washington Redskins. Um, so I I like this fit. You beat me to this. I was kind of surprised. The Redskins have talent, but they're they're also you're all you're in the NFC East also, so anything could happen with that division. Um, I really thought the Redskins were going to be one of the last teams failed because nobody's going to want to coach them. 
<clears throat> um, but I do like the Ron Rivera fit. You have an experienced head coach. You have a guy who's been in a playoff atmosphere, and even you, you've, you've got a guy that has a super, one Super Bowl appearance. So I like this, and it doesn't surprise me at all that Ron Rivera found a job this quickly. I think Allen being out in Washington kind of helped them with filling in the <clears throat> opening because now obviously – I bet ownership pitched a change of philosophy to Ron Rivera, and he'll also bring – he's another guy who brings structure to an organization. He's a guy who is kind of a no BS. He's His father was in the military. I mean, he's just a hard-nosed guy who takes a lot of chances. That's why they call him Riverboat Ron, right? I mean, it it's an interesting hire, but I think they just did it because they have a, such a young team. They have – what, the second pick this year? They have the second pick, yep. So, obviously, they're just going to bring in a lot more young talent, and it'll just be a good coach to have or a good guy to have that has so much coaching experience bringing work, him in. To work yeah. with a young team and bring them around because I really don't remember the last time the Redskins have made the playoffs. It's been quite a while. And like you said, I mean, they uh, – <clears throat> He's he knows how to win. He went to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. with Cam Newton. He just knows how to win, or at least he's been there. Yeah, and we've only seen a year of Dwayne Haskins, so we have yet to see his, full, his last game. He his his good. full potential. Yeah, his past his last few games, he he looked promising. And so, his ankle was banged up. Yeah, and he was looking mm-hmm. better. So I, yeah, they just got to get a couple more weapons yeah. around him and offensive line. Mm-hmm. Our next one is the Giants, and this really wasn't. Um, surprising that Pat Shermer's job was in doubt after yesterday's game, even during the season. Um, I would have said, like, after we beat the Packers, beat out, um, beat them a few weeks ago, um, that he he's basically gone. Um, it felt like he was a lame duck for most I, of the season just because they didn't want to fire another coach <clears throat> in season, probably. Yeah. I do think Pat Shermer is a good offensive coordinator. Yep. I do think he'll find an offensive coordinator job somewhere. Um, he's not a head coach and that works for like Mike Pettin. He's not a bad D coordinator. He was not a good coach for the Browns. I would disagree, but that's a different conversation. Mike Pettin kind of got screwed over by, by the ownership, but I mean, that's another, that's another story for another day. That's another, but I would agree. Pat Shermer is a very good offensive coordinator and a very bad head coach. Yes. Um, I, would say Matt Rule from Baylor is his name's been flying around. I do like this fit quite a bit. You'll get to work with a um, you get to work with a young quarterback and Daniel Jones. Um, you'll have he has weapons around him. Um, so you have a young offense. I don't think the Giants bad job's actually that bad. Now that I I don't you know, initially I was like, ah the Giants are gonna be tough. I don't either. But no. And like they're obviously I would say their main focus in the draft will probably be defense. Yep. Because you have Golden Tate. Or have, offensive line. Yeah. You have Golden Tate. You have Evan Ingram. <clears throat> um, you have – I love the Kevin Zeitler pickup. I hated when the Browns got rid of him. Um, and you have Barkley, one of the best backs in the game. So, I like I like Matt Rule. you got a college coach um, finally getting his opportunity um, to coach at the pro level. And I, I like the Giants fit. And it will be nice to um, – It'll be interesting to see if he can turn that around um, with a young offense. And I will, I'm pretty sure the Giants have a top 
five pick in the draft somewhere. I don't, I top 10 for sure somewhere. Um, I'm going, I'm going to say, going to guess that they're most likely going to choose um, defense with their first pick. <clears throat> yeah. The, the Giants job, like we just said, is definitely, there's, it has its perks. Um, we know they're interested in Matt Rule. Matt Rule, the Jets' job was his to not take last year, and he said no. So it will be interesting to see if after this season at Baylor, Rule is now ready to make the jump. Another guy I think to watch for the Giants' job is Josh McDaniels, who they've requested an interview on, and also Eric Bieniemy. They're obviously going to go offense just because you use the – such a high draft pick on Daniel Jones. This now for Dave Gettleman has to work. So they'll go offensive coach, and there's a good amount of talent at offensive coaching. So the Giants' job should be an interesting one to track. I would like to add on uh, Matt Rule to the Giants. I do think um, a lot of people really thought Lincoln Riley was going to be a head coach of a team last year. Um I do think his chances are increasing this year um, because we don't know. Um, J- Jalen Hurts is an NFL prospect now, and we don't know if um, I haven't. I don't know who they recruited. I don't. I don't know who their backup is. If he's any good, Lincoln Riley does not have like an elite quarterback to work with now, and I. I like the Giants' fit as well for him um, because he would get to work with now a second-year quarterback in Daniel Jones and turn that Giants offense around. So not only Matt Rule would work, I like the Lincoln-Riley fit a lot as well. Yeah, Lincoln-Riley's definitely got to be an NFL mm-hmm. coach one of these years. But I, I don't think the Giants fit. I like him as the Cowboys head coach, but obviously they haven't fired Jason Garrett yet, so we're not really talking about that, at least today. I think. Yeah, that, that would be an interesting fit as well, but – it also would not surprise me if Jerry Jones decides to keep Jason Garrett, which would Jason Witten's gonna be their next idiotic. <laughs> so the Panthers, um, this is a team I look at, and I I think they're gonna hire like an offensive coordinator from somewhere. Um, I don't think it's gonna be Mike McCarthy. It wouldn't surprise me if it is because he's already interviewed with them twice. However, I do like his fit better with the Browns. The thing that the Panthers' job ha- doesn't have that the rest of these three have is a franchise quarterback. Mm-hmm. Or at least there's so many question marks around who's going to be the quarterback next year in Carolina. Is mm-hmm. it going to be Cam Newton? There were reports that it won't be. There's reports that refute that report. Is it going to be Kyle Allen who they turn to? Or are He's... they going to turn to a draft guy like Justin Herbert? Yeah, or do they really think something of Will Greer? I mean, there's so many questions around the Panthers yeah. quarterback position. I think of the four, this is the worst job now. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree because the first three teams that we've talked about have Baker Mayfield, Dwayne Haskins, and Daniel Jones. And yeah. And the Pan- the Panthers is going to be tough. I would change my prediction of the Panthers could be the very well could be the last team off um one of the last teams off the board to find a job. And I like Eric Bieni, I mean a lot. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that he didn't find a job last year. Um, I do think this year very well could be his year, but he didn't. He didn't get a job last year because Andy Reid calls the plays in Kansas City. So I think that 
that kind of hurt his chances quite a bit. <clears throat> um, however, I do like I like Greg Roman. Um, I think a lot of people. I think his name is going to pop up a lot um, in the next few weeks. Um, Roman's interesting with what he did with Lamar Cam Jackson. Newton. Yes, that's if if you plan on keeping Cam Newton, Greg Roman might be a really really good candidate mm-hmm. for this Panthers job because we saw what he did with Lamar Jackson. Why can't he do that with Cam Newton? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I think I think his name. I think this is going to be Greg Roman is going to be an underrated um, coaching candidate. Because of what he did with Lamar Jackson, now do the Ravens do everything in their power to keep him? I think that's just also a strong possibility. They should try it. They least. they I should mean, do everything in their power to keep him. But it wouldn't surprise me after what he did this year. I think he deserves a head coaching job. What about the pan? I mean, I know everybody likes thinking that all these teams are going to go offense, but what about a defensive guy for the Panthers? Because look what they have to work with on defense. They have Dante Jackson who could be a really good number one corner one day. You also have Luke Keekley, who's a really good quarterback. You have for your Brian defense. Burns. The young Brian mm-hmm. Burns. Uh, this this might be a job to actually watch for a guy like Don Martindale or Robert Sala just because, well, hey, we don't know what the quarterback situation is, so that might turn off a lot of offensive-minded head coaches. Mm-hmm. But you have Luke Keekley and the other couple guys I mentioned – as a defensive guy. So this might be a really good job to watch for a defensive type coach just because there's not, there's so many question marks on offense other than Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I do like that. Yeah. Cause as of right now, they very well could turn to um, the draft for the quarterback position. Um, I, I don't think they roll with Kyle Allen. Um, Kyle Allen had a good few weeks to the season. Um, then he fell off. Huh. Will Greer, I believe, threw three picks last Will week. Will Greer was pretty much an Will, abomination. Yeah. And but, I mean, he was on uh, a fourth, fifth round pick. I mean, you can't expect a lot from a guy. Yeah, he was, was an early, he was like an early day three pick. Yeah. Um, Although the enemy, like you mentioned, that's interesting because, like you said, he didn't call offensive plays. So you don't 100% know what you're going to get. But exactly. with the Panthers' job, there's so many question marks. So maybe the enemy's a really, really good play caller. Mm-hmm. And all these question marks turn into exclamation marks and everything really works out in Carolina with mm-hmm. the enemy. So I do think that's an interesting one just because there's so many questions surrounding the Panthers job. And I know we talked about a long time. We talked Vic Fangio. Yeah. If Vic Fangio, if Vic Fangio would have been an open, had an opening right now, I would have seen him fit more with the Panthers than the Broncos. Um, I, I do. I'm going to stand by my opinion and say, I do think Vic Fangio is going to get run out of Denver within two to three years of his head coaching they career. They won four of their last five games. Um, they finished second in the AFC West this season. Drew Locke, man. I'm telling Drew, you. Drew he, Locke he has a franchise court. Yeah. To me, I, I think Vic Fangio is a good coach. I think he deserved he deserved the head coaching <laughs> job. If I was Denver, personally, I would have gone with an offensive coach. They haven't had a franchise quarterback. Like a good elite one since since Peyton Manning. Since Peyton Manning turned really old. Yeah. Like they they haven't had like they haven't made the playoffs since they won the Super Bowl in twenty fifteen. So I'm not saying Vic Fangio is a horrible coach. I personally just don't like the fit. Um, I think if he does get fired um, within the two to three years of his head coaching career, um, <clears throat> I do think he'll find a job fairly quickly. And I think they will then turn to look for true lock, but that is something uh, we don't need to talk about now. Um, 
we can definitely discuss that if that somehow happens within that within the next few years. Um, so I know I was Adam Schefter was saying yesterday he brought up Dan Campbell, and it wouldn't surprise me if either Dan Campbell or Pete Carmichael start getting their names called a lot more. I know Pete Carmichael got a lot of interviews. Dan Campbell got some interviews last season, and he was throwing out the idea of Dan Campbell yesterday. Um, I want to say it was to the Pan- it was one of those four teams. It might have been the Panthers or the Giants. Um, yeah, and I'm really excited to see where Lincoln Riley goes. Um, I think at this point he deserves a head coaching job with what he's produced with Baker Mayfield, with his three quarterbacks that he's had in, in Oklahoma. Um, and one name that really popped out to me and it kind of surprised me was Kevin Stefanski. And <clears throat> John DeFilippo um, was fired during the season last year. And they rolled with Kevin Stefanski and for the rest of the year. And then they signed him to a contract to become their offensive coordinator. I don't think he has the resume to be a head coach yet. Um, I still think he has, I think he potentially could in the next few years, but I still think he has to prove um, more than a year um, of working uh, as an offensive coordinator that he can, uh, that he can coach an NFL team. Yeah, Stefanski reminds me a lot of the LaFleur hire, though, for the Packers. So you never know. I mean, it depends on what the ownership and the front office is looking at in terms of philosophy from a guy. So I do always find that tough, though, because he does have a very slim resume. But, again, you never really know. Carmichael's another interesting guy. I know he interviewed for the Packers head coach in opening last season. Um He's a guy I would like to go see call plays, actually, also, because Sean Payton's done it. He deserves it. Carmichael's, um, yeah. I mean, I really think Carmichael could be a head coach, but it'd be really unless, nice to get Unless to at this point he's plays, waiting for Drew Brees to retire, yeah, which I mean, is a possibility. Maybe. Like, it wouldn't surprise me at all. He um, wants to get one more. Get one more run out of him. Yeah. And, I mean, after this year, Drew Brees is he's not playing like it's his last season for any at all. Um, so Drew, we very well could have Drew Brees for the next at least two years. Um, but yeah, I, I would say Pete Carmichael most definitely deserves a head coaching job. But it also wouldn't surprise me if he's waiting for um, if he's waiting um, for Drew Brees to retire and get one more ring. So I know it's early, uh, Black Monday. Um, this will be some to talk about a lot more um, once we get further in to the head coaching search for other teams um, for after the playoffs. And speaking of the playoffs, we've got the wild card round this week. So we've got predictions for the wild card. Um, So you've got the Patriots hosting the Titans. Um, See, I, I think this game is interesting because the Patriots lost at home in Foxborough to the Dolphins in the game that actually mattered to them. They haven't played in a first-round bye since 2009, which is that's – that's crazy to think about. Um, and the Titans look 
are look to finally have found their their guy in Ryan Tannehill. Um, and I mean, if the Dolphins can beat the Patriots at Foxborough, and why a, can't this Titans? Why team? can't this Titans and team? And former Dolphin Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> and like Tom Brady's not not good this year. He's regressing, and like yeah, he, he he finally looks he. Old. I know he passed um, Peyton Manning in like passing touchdowns yesterday, but I mean I didn't look at his stat line yesterday. But I do think this Titans team. I I have the Patriots winning this game, but I don't have this as a blowout. I think the Titans have really have shot at, at making this a game. Yeah, I, the Dolphins' loss last year made the Patriots <clears throat> look human in a season where it started off looking like there's nobody who's going to beat the Patriots this year. This defense is too good. The yeah. offense will get it going later on in the season, and the offense hasn't gotten it going yet, and the defense has still been very good, but they've also shown that mm-hmm. they can't carry this team forever. Yeah. So Tannehill and the Titans could definitely make some noise. They have the rushing leader in the NFL, Derrick Henry. Um, I like Mike Brable as a coach. I think he's a very good, hard-nosed coach, and – he has, or he gets a lot out of this team and this roster. So the Titans could definitely surprise some people. I don't think they win. I mean, it's I don't care. It's still the Patriots. It's still gonna be in Foxborough. And it's you're, still Tom you're, Brady. The, you're it's in the playoffs. It's still Bill Belichick. Yeah. It's playoffs. It's a no completely to different Ryan atmosphere. Ryan Tannehill has never been in the playoffs, if I remember. So he's been with Miami. Yeah, I, so, I can't remember a time where Tannehill's played in the playoffs. I know Ma- so. Mariota has, which is a plus with. Mariota's well, I mean, if Mariota wasn't trash cans, that would matter, but unfortunately, yeah. (laughs) Um, but I I do think if the Titans grab mode, if they score and grab motivation early, I think this could be a completely different game where they turn it around, but yeah, that's the thing. I mean, if they could score, if they could get the ball and score right away, you could then I think this game is going quiet and you can keep it close, yes. And they think it's going to be closer than usual if they have a slow start then it's going to be a long game for them. I do have the Patriots. However, I do think it's a chance that the Titans very well do not get blown out. I would agree. Seahawks and Eagles. <laughs> well, I know Deshaun Jackson is looking to come back for the playoffs. But um, it would be next week. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah so, he's not eligible. And they're playing. Darren Sproles retired. He was hurt. They've dealt with injuries the entire season. Eagles are playing. With a beat up offense, you got practice squad guys. And worse yeah. playing for them. Yeah. And but I mean Seattle has looked kind of not great lately. So I mean their their run game is not promising. And what really like Marshawn Lynch, Robert Turbin, yeah, but a lot of people were saying, Oh, Marshawn Lynch is gonna go off. He hasn't played a down of football in a year. How do you like Oh yeah, but Marshawn Lynch is going to be the what he was when he made that big run in New Orleans. The thing no, about not. Like, Lynch is like it, they were so predictable every time he was in the game. Every time he was in the game, you knew they were going to run the yep. football, so you just stack the box. And yep. People figured out that. Yeah, people figured I mean, out their offense. Yeah, I do have Seattle winning this game um, in Philadelphia. Um, I think yeah, I, I think Seattle wins too, just because I mean Carson Wentz is probably going to be throwing to you and me. In this game, so I mean, you have you have a run game, like the Seattle doesn't have a if run Sanders game. Sanders plays, but yeah, oh, I'm Seattle. I meant Seattle. Oh. Seattle doesn't have a like promising run game at the moment, 
um, which could change because we know Homer had some nice runs last night. I mean, to be fair, but you also have a. I do think he'll be the runner up for the MVP. You have an elite quarterback in Russell Wilson, yep. and Russell Wilson can do a lot of things. You so, still have Bobby Wagner defensively. You do. guys like Jadavion Clowney yep. who can make big plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Eagles are just too banged up. That's that's the biggest problem. It's like everybody on the Eagles is hurt. Yep. And I think, I think I think with a healthy team, the game would be completely different. You could almost make an argument that the Eagles would beat out. Yeah, they with, were, with a full with a fully healthy, healthy team. I would yes. agree. Yeah, yeah. It's a very good team, but definitely yeah. they just all died. Yeah. Um. So, Seahawks beating the Eagles in Philadelphia. Yep. The next one's not that hard for me um, at all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's Saints. Um. I do think. Um, I, we're Packer fans, so we're going to try not to be biased. I, I think the NFC is the Saints to lose. What do you mean? Um, I hope the Vikings win. That yeah, we, 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 the we want the Vikings. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, I don't want to play Go the Vikings, but... Whoa, easy, you know. <laughs> it's, yeah. But, no, the Saints, I I would 100% agree. They, they look like the, the legit best team in the NFC. They are just so much better than... Everybody else, they are dynamic offensively. They have probably the best quarterback in the NFC right now, mm-hmm. which is somewhat weird to say, just because Rodgers is in the in the playoffs. But just after this season, after the Detroit game, it you'd have to say Drew. Rodgers has been regressing all year. Rodgers has been inconsistent. You, Aaron Jones is the better Aaron on this team this year, and and the Saints are just more dynamic. Yeah, I I do think the Saints are just so much better. I think than everybody else in the NFC. It's revenge, is what it is. It's going to be revenge from the Minneapolis miracle, and I think. And what happened last year against the Rams? Yeah, like <laughs> they have not had a good time in the playoffs these last years. I think there's a chance the Saints get out or the Vikings get out coached, um, but yeah, I. <sighs> I think there's a chance if there's a blowout, but you got you got always like watch out for Delvin Cook. Um, did he did he even play yesterday? No, or did they sit but him? Because he was well, he was hurt. Sean Mannion played quarterback well, last year for him. Or the, last well, I, I know he. Yeah, well, they'll have guys fully healthy. Yeah, I mean, they got the rest of their guys, and the Saints didn't. So, and I honestly, I did not realize that Stephon Diggs is like putting on a show this year, like almost over Adam Thielen. Um, I, I did not realize that because at the beginning of the year, he was complaining about his role, and people really, I people really thought he was going to be traded. Um, I I really didn't see that happening. Um, it, it, it changed quickly, and he's eclipsed well over well over a thousand receiving yards. Um, I think there's a chance that the Saints could blow out the Vikings by yeah. more than two possessions. Well, I mean, it's in New Orleans, and they're just. Like we've been saying, they're head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah, so. and I think I think the Saints are going to get revenge from the miracle two years ago. Um, so, <laughs> I think this is the most interesting game. Right I now. love this. Yes, this should be the best game. Of You've the got game. Josh Allen, an underrated quarterback. You have Sean McDermott, probably one of the most underrated coaches in the NFL. I've I'm probably the- one of the three best defenses, or that are probably a top three defense in the playoffs. I've this got the season. Bills beating Houston in Houston, and. The Texans are the same team every year. They make the playoffs, and they get smoked first round. <laughs> and now this brings up a question for me now for you. If the Texans do lose this game at Does home— Does Bill O'Brien get fired? Correct. Yes. I. It wouldn't surprise me if they keep him because, oh, they've, they've had this many playoff appearances, but yes. Like, 
you're not going anywhere in the playoffs at all. Bill Bill O'Brien should be fired. You have an elite Deshaun Watson. You have a talent like that. That yeah. team has the talent to win at least. Like they're very talented, yeah. Yeah, they're so talented. You traded all that for Larry Tunsil and Kenny Stills. You, uh, Bill O'Brien, and you're neck and neck in that all AFC. the chips into the table. And Bill O'Brien, I'm pretty sure he was a hot seat coach like last year too. I mean, they keep like you said, they keep making the playoffs, but they don't do anything with it. I mean, at one point, the Texans have to look themselves in the mirror and go, "This isn't working." They they have the talent to make it past the wild card round, or even put up a fight in the divisional. Like, there's no way with the talent this team has that they should be getting canned in the first round. And then that brings us to the Bills with McDermott, who has done a phenomenal job building a great culture up in Buffalo. Allen, Allen can make just insane throws at times. He is definitely he, he's promising. Gonna, he is going yes. to be very good. You have him throwing to John Brown, Cole Beasley. Devin Singletary has looked great in his rookie season. And then, like we said, this defense is phenomenal. Yeah, and now you have you have Tredavious White, who has just gotten – he's young. He's gotten better. At, he's proven he's a shutdown corner this season. He's gotten better every year. Um, that he's since he's gotten drafted. You also have a rookie in Ed Oliver. Um, you also have um, Edmonds, and like that defense is promising. That that entire team is. And what's scary about all the guys you just named is they're all so young. Mm-hmm. Like this Bills team is so young. Like they they have a very bright future. So and I wonder. Is amazing. I really wonder what this Patriots team is going to be like when when Tom Brady retires. I really do, and. I've been discussing this because I believe Teddy Bridgewater is asking for about what thirty mil. I don't. Know I, it was a, it was somewhere around not. there. It was That's like a lot. it was maybe Jeez, it was like which quarterback is it? Yeah, maybe for thirty million. Though? It was Dak Prescott, wasn't it? I no, that was forty. Jameis is asking for thirty. <laughs> but so, I think it would make sense for Bridgewater to take over for Tom Brady. But then again, I really think he loves the atmosphere in New Orleans. That he very well could take over for Drew. I think Reeves. he really wants the keys to that throne. He yeah. could have been the starter this year in Miami. He I mean, seems wants to be the heir to Drew Brees. Which, yeah, I mean, either way, like, I mean, if I'm the Patriots, I wouldn't surprise me if they look at him because it's worth it. Um, he's sitting behind a Hall of Fame quarterback. I mean, you can make the case. Like, I, I think Drew. I think Jimmy Garoppolo is good. I don't think he's great. Um, it's good enough to win your football games. Yes. Like, like I think you can make a case for that. Like Jimmy Garoppolo, I'm pretty sure he has, he has two rings behind, um, behind Tom Brady. And, um, he sat behind a hall of fame quarterback, actually the goat literally. Like he, he sat behind like the best quarterback in the game. And Obviously not this year, but he sat behind Jimmy Garoppolo sat behind a Hall of Fame quarterback, and now he, he's leading a franchise to a first round bye and like home field advantage throughout the playoffs. And I think you can make like you can make the case for that. Like Teddy Bridgewater deserves to be on a starting team. I don't think it was thirty mil. It was it was somewhere around like twenty. I'll, we'll have to discuss that one that because I know he's yeah. Up. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. He's for up, the free agency. Um, there's a lot of because it wouldn't surprise there. me at all if he 
lands a starting job next year, but it also wouldn't surprise me if he tries to keep. Um, I think he should keep the keys to the throne um, with New Orleans, but as well as Drew Brees is doing playing right now at his age, who knows when that'll be. Um, at this rate, he'll be around. Drew Brees could be around longer than Tom Brady, but you never know. Tom Brady could pull Peyton Manning and get benched when he's in his late 30s. Um, yeah, but when you're playing on the Patriots, I, that's not going to happen. Um, but who knows? Who knows when Brady retires? Um, yeah, he, you, obviously we can all tell that he's regressing. And um, I'm not just going to talk about Brady and say the same, that that Rodgers isn't playing like the same thing because Rodgers is inconsistent all season. Um, you go and check Twitter yesterday. Everyone was saying draft time to draft a quarterback in April. Who is it? Who? When, when does um, Brian Gutenkunst um, pick the successor? Will it be this year? Will it be next year's draft? Well, that would be something to talk about way along the way. Um, but Bills at Houston, um, I I think there's a chance this could be a blowout. Yeah. Well, um, I don't know about a blowout. I think with the Bills' defense, it, it'll be low scoring. Mm-hmm. So – but I, I agree. I do believe the Bills will win as I, well. I don't think I don't think Houston leads the game at all. I think the I think if I think if they grab momentum early, yes. But like I think they need to the Houston needs to grab momentum early, um, just like the Vikings, um, to keep themselves in the game. And I think there's a chance that they could. When you have Deshaun Watson, you have Hopkins, you have a, you have a talented offense. Um, but you do have, um, your secondary looks promising somewhat. You have Gary Conley who has, um, definitely improved, um, since getting traded from the Raiders. Um, I believe they lost Bradley Roby. No, they still no, have Roby. Ro- they, they, they lost another guy for the year, but, um, the Texans JJ again Moore. are another very young team. It's just they're they've done with they injuries. need to figure it out how to injuries. put it all together. Yeah, they've they've dealt with injuries and like that. The the Texans have the talent to make it past the divisional round or make it past the wild card round and even put up a fight in the divisional round. I really do not think there's any excuse for Bill O'Brien to take a team that's talented and get smoked the first round. Yeah, I, do I think Bill O'Brien should be fired? Yes. Do I think he will? No. I don't think he will. I think he maybe give him the hot seat. I wouldn't be surprised if he's fired at all. But if I'm the owner of the Houston Texans, there's we just like it. It's the day after week 17. We just talked about all these guys that have already gotten their names brought up from several analysts and teams. So if you fire Bill O'Brien after lose, if you if you lose to the Bills at home, you've got a lot of. There's Can't, a lot of guys out there. There's yeah. a lot of guys out there, and quite honestly, there were like this is a very interesting week. Last off season, I it was awesome. Like it was crazy how many openings there are. But like one day after week 17, it's looking like we very well could see the same amount of people yeah. um, openings. Because um, you still have the Jaguars, the Cowboys, who have yet to announce make what a decision. Doing. Make a decision on Jason. Yeah, so. The Houston has options if they choose to fire Bill O'Brien. But if they if they do that's if they lose 
to the Bills at home. And I do think the Bills come to the agreement, obviously, both of us. So the Bills are going to um, beat Houston in Houston. <clears throat> so, uh, quite the eventful pod. Um, thank you for joining us. And give us a follow on our Facebook, which is CNS Sports Podcast. Our Instagram is CS Sports Feed. And our Twitter is CS Sports Feed 2. Um, so, next week, we will dive deeper into the playoffs, talk about the results of the wild card, and head right into the division. Um, so, that being said, Thank you for joining us, and we will see you next week. And Happy New Year.